You're now tuned into Mikey Check Waifu Waifu! Check, Mike. Check, waifu, waifu. Kodak Till, is that you? <laughs> Till out here looking like Kodak Tail with the rap, bro. Hey, ain't no for real though. Like I've been getting mad compliments on my hair all day. They was like, "Yo, you look like a rose garden." <laughs> it looks clean though. They've been hyping it up, and I, I love it. I take it. It looks super clean. Oh, I'm just fooling. I'm just fooling. Welcome to episode 87 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. It's 87, right? It's 87. Let's go. Brought to you by Lou Complex. Make sure I go to lucomplex.com and use that offer code Waifu to save on your entire car. Unfortunately, to our UK and um, EU listeners, they had to halt shipment uh, there for uh, political reasons over there. So sorry about that. But you do. Uh, Everybody over in the U.S., you do get access to some super dope throws that they just dropped that look sick. Um, make sure y'all check them out, lucomplex.com, and use it all for code waifu to let them know we sent you. It's also brought to you by Don't Talk Shop. That ad is coming later. And it's brought to you by our uh, our bread and butter, our friends, our family, our supporters over at Patreon. This week, we have a brand new producer, Okay. This is a big deal. Producers get all the love because you literally make the world. All of our patrons do, but the, the producers, you literally make the world go around for us. So thank you so much for supporting us at such a high tier. Shout out to Aaron Brown. Aaron Brown is a new listener to the new listener to a to the podcast. And he also gave us so much love on Twitter. Um, he's he's excited that he found us. Aaron Brown, thank you so much for being a new producer. It's also brought to you by our other producers as well. The huge Connor explicitly. Monique Williams and the homie Treezus. I miss I miss Treezus. I need to uh, interact with him on the timeline more. He, he disappeared for a little while. <sighs> Thank y'all so much for supporting us. It means everything to us. It means a, a lot. Um, Today we got a lot to talk about. Um, There's a, a couple sh- new shows that I've watched that I want to discuss. One being uh, very, very interesting. Uh, a super, a super polo ass anime and i'm gonna get to that later but before we do that until let's start with this therapy session you know um <laughs> before <laughs> no, we <laughs> before we get to the therapy session i was gonna I, <laughs> I was gonna do something so funny okay i was gonna fucking i was looking on the internet and i'm just like damn is there like a song that like kind of represents therapy <clears throat> right now for those of you that don't know okay that's just now listening to our podcast welcome we appreciate you the podcast go live every Tuesday at 9.30 a.m. EST. But <laughs> I was looking for songs that had like something to do with therapy. OK, now what we're, we're, we're going to talk about right now is a therapy session for Redo of a Healer. A lot of our listeners watch that show and we have to kind of like we have to kind of exhaust all of our feelings of that show at the beginning of the show. So we can continue on with the show as natural as possible without breaking up the show and bringing redo it of a healer out of nowhere because that shit is wild. So we're going to just get it out the way early and go from there. So I was looking for a song that had therapy in it. And the funny thing that popped up was, you remember that Robin Thicke song, sex therapy? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I mean, 
It kind of worked Episode <laughs> Yo, I thought about doing it But I'm like Nah I can't, I can't fucking do that I cannot do that It's just It's just It's, it's it's wrong on so many levels, but it would have been so right on so many levels, which is the fucked up yeah. part about that. <laughs> um, I think. All right. So here's 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 hear me out. Right now, I don't like our main character, but I feel him in every sense yes. of what he's doing. Kind of yes. like like I guess that's the mechanics of the world. Mm-hmm. That's how everyone's been utilizing him. Yep. So I assume, you know, it works Hey, use it how you got to use yeah. it. Now, I don't know if this actually works, right? Like when he's like giving power to Setsuna. Uh, it does. Um, it They established that in the first two episodes, unfortunately. I, I thought they did, but I wasn't sure like if it actually showed that it was a guaranteed thing. Yeah. Like I thought it was like more like it was made up. But, you know, he did like utilize his power to make sure that the people who wanted to get power from him couldn't get it. Um because I remember that part. Yeah, yes, because he, he changed now, some shit up, and I forgot how he did it. But I loved Setsuna getting her revenge. Yeah, that was epic. Um, because I I feel that I feel that in every sense of it. Like you watch the people you are you love, kind of get like kidnapped, killed in front of you, mm-hmm. and then you get sold off into slavery. I don't I don't really know how that feels, <laughs> but God. I can imagine. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, like. Um, I can imagine, especially since it's Black History Month. Um, <laughs> but when when she kind of finally gets her moment to to relive her revenge and kind of realizes that she felt hollow and empty mm-hmm. in the process of it, I feel like that's how most people who experience revenge end up doing, like going right. Yeah, like they're like, I got my revenge. I've killed the people I wanted to kill, but like I still feel empty on the inside. Right. And that sucks for her because I really wanted her to get like her. It would have been nice to see her as a happier character, like almost like how Freya, like how he mentioned in this episode that Freya is not the same as like how Flair's mentality was. And it could just be the fact that the 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 lifestyle of the town is such a is such a twisted place that yeah. these people didn't have a choice. And that's and that's where we kind of <clears throat> differ. Right. Like because I. I don't don't judge me not but no do your thing bro I feel the opposite of of what you feel about the main character yes the mechanics of the world are a little a little iffy with you know the healing situation and how power is gained or distributed or whatever whatever that shit is but the fact that he he learned that shit because like he's like yeah I just erased her memory right I didn't change her memory i just i erased it completely made her into a whole new person so the fact that she's not the fact that she is the way she is shows that she had to be influenced that way um right which means that yeah the the like him learning that him think him even thinking about that with a clear mind with all the shit he'd been through is is unbeknownst to anything that that this show has has to offer as far as like i don't know the, the quality of the story um, cause it's not, yeah, really, I'm not taking that from him. Cause that means he's a strong character. He's, that's, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Anyone else, I think in reality who would have gone through what he's gone through, there's no redemption. Yeah, like exactly. They're straight. Like I'm on edge and I'm killing everything or like they're just mentally broken. Right. 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 So, which maybe he should have done and then just going about his way and found the other people, but maybe he needed her because she has the, 
I mean, I don't think he needs anybody with the power he got now. Yeah, yeah he's busted, he's a bro. demon. Yeah, straight demon. But uh, she uh, she's pretty strong too with her her little fireball that, power. She fucking fucking Madara out here, yeah. dropping meteors from yeah. the sky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this episode was a better one. <clears throat> yeah, it was. It was pretty decently paced. It didn't seem like nothing too. It didn't seem really dark. Right. Like it was just it is what it is, you know. Just yeah. this is a progressive episode. Now it didn't make me feel. I, I didn't feel nothing like really good about this episode. Like right. it didn't feel like it was driven too far. But I liked seeing that Setsuna got her revenge, and I liked. I actually did like that she didn't choose to poison the people. Yeah. Because like I like that he gave her that choice. Yep. 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 Um, and she's like, no, I don't want to do that. I'd rather do it with my own hands. And I was like, that's dope. You know, at least like she can seek out people who are doing wrong and use that as a, a means of outlet and like aggression. The smallest thing about this show that I was like looking forward to in the next episode is just knowing what her real name is. Like that's that's a whole little interesting concept. Like the it's it's a, not an interesting. It's a real lazy way of just making her a slave without giving her a collar. Right. Um, no one saying her real name, her birth name, whatever the situation is, mm-hmm. is it's pretty silly. But I'm kind of interested to see wh- how that mechanic, quote unquote, works. You know, and I'm assuming that only works with demi humans. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what they said. So, uh, I mean, that kind of sucks because it's like demi humans are born with a collar, so exactly. it almost like legitimizes the like the discrimination, the racism they get, right? Mm-hmm. Like the writer gave that to him. So I agree with you on the lazy aspect. It's like, Super why lazy. give them that kind of differentiation, different differentiator? Like they're already like animal people. Exactly. Right. Do you give them that because they're generally stronger than humans? Or do you give them that because they just needed a neutering? Like, <laughs> right. Because they don't ever have to tell anyone their, their natural born name. So like, if that was the case, then they're still not technically weaker. It's just, they do that to become subservient is more like what I'm guessing I'm trying to see. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Better episode uh, for for me personally. Um, But still, still rough to watch. (laughs) You you think this is a better episode? I do. I do. I mean, hell yeah, it was a better episode after all the shit we saw. So here's the thing though. Like, and I guess this is where I disagree is like better episode in terms of, I didn't have to like cringe and turn yes, away. Exactly. 100%. Exactly. But not a better episode in terms of like finding out lore and background of the story and how he was treated. Like I felt, no, no, it's, I, it, I, en- I enjoyed learning. Not, I'm not going to say I enjoy it, but it was interesting learning about the things that he had to go through and then his planning to push his, his motives and whatnot forward. This one was more focused on Setsuna. And I'm not upset about that being yeah. focused on her, but I, I enjoyed him. We're finding out like why he is so irritated, why he is so upset, why he is enraged. Okay. So what you're saying is you enjoyed us learning that in the previous episodes and in this episode, yes. not, not getting that much of that. Right. Yeah. It didn't okay. feel like the information, like we, we got Setsuna progression, but we didn't get like actual Kiara, Kiaru. Okay. Hear, hear me out, dude. Hear me out. Hear me out. Now, what they, this episode entire purpose, the biggest piece of this episode was that 
him learning about the the kingdom, the yeah. corruption of the kingdom. That was that was the biggest part about it. Maybe it was to establish his his ally because maybe something happens later with that. I, who knows? But I think that it was it's the typical storytelling that we love. Well, you know, you know, I love where it just mm-hmm. drops. It just plants a seed. And it planted that seed of of him learning about how the kingdom is corrupted and how he plans to take the whole thing down, which I think was a major development with his character. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and that and, and that could be easily missed because it was like literally glossed over at the very last end of the episode. Well, well they also told us that um, he had gotten that from the memories of yep the sword hero. Yep. Or no, the guard. What was his name Reinhard or something like that? Yeah, Reinhard. Dude. <laughs> Reinhard. Reinhard. Same thing. Something. It's it's it's, it's like Reinhard, I guess. <laughs> right, right. But he he got that information from the 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 memories of the other guy when he healed him. Yeah. So essentially, we do know that he got that information. That's kind of a little bit of an extra drop on there. Well, he so just I'm, thought I'm that not, that particular ring was. He didn't know that the entire one was until he yeah, put yeah. two plus two equals four. I, yeah, I like I like that they gave us that kind of stuff i i do feel mm-hmm. that so that that's good um i'm interested to see where the next episode goes because i feel like the next episode won't be quite so dark you don't think so no nah. i think they're gonna give us a I, flashback I just, and i don't necessarily see it but then then who knows yeah they could exactly. just be like bow in your face motherfucker yep we get a flashback because he meets one of one of the motherfuckers bullet or something mm-hmm. oh boy yeah i'm not looking forward to that but again better uh not i mean i don't is it good i don't fucking know it's <laughs> we watch it My man said, is it good i don't really know i don't really know if it's good but i'm here i'm i'm in it and shout out to everybody that decided to watch it because of us i'm sorry i apologize on the behalf of my check waifu waifu if y'all decided to damn let me check this shit out because it was a lot of that on our timeline and I wanted people to tweet about it because I wanted to see what they were saying. And it's pretty much the same. Like, I, I would go back to the tweets, but I, I, I didn't save them. And again, our timeline has been blowing the hell up. So, unfortunately, I, I can't go back to uh, to the tweets. But there are a lot of people that uh, <laughs> that watched it and, and and tweeted at us with, like, their stories, their experiences. He's like, okay, they're like, okay, I get it. I, I, I understand why. Um, we also got a bunch of new listeners too. Like shout out to at, at underscore one tone on Twitter who uh, gave us a listen. Uh, he, uh, he shouted us out on Twitter and, and, and talked about how dope the episode was. He listened to recommendations and then right after that, uh, episode 86, uh, dropped and he listened to that. So we appreciate you for, uh, for joining us on this ride. Um, let me go to. We had another one. We had quite a few people. So shout out to uh, Nate Outrage at Nate Outrage on Twitter. He said, uh, oh, also legit podcast, by the way. I'll be listening to you guys from now on for my anime news, comments and stuff. Sorry, I'm dorking out. <laughs> uh, we appreciate we, it. We are too. Yeah, we, we we definitely appreciate that. And the homie, Jay Lee Trey. He, he's always supported us from back early episodes of My Check Wife for Wife. He also has a YouTube channel. So check him out on Twitter at Jay Lee Trey. He says uh, the new episode of My Check Waifu Waifu is straight fire and fireworks. <laughs> Love y'all brothers, man. Keep it, uh, keep aiming higher. Absolutely appreciate you, Jay. As always, man. He's been rocking with us for a while. And then Mike, Mike says, uh, I just listened to the newest episode of the pod, and I gotta say, it's top notch as always. Mike, it's Uncle Mike. We appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much for supporting us. I just figured I'd throw those in there because uh, they. 
they're the reason why we do this. Um, all the new people that come through, all the people that just shows love whenever we drop an episode, it means a lot to us. Like I, I, I text tell them like, yo, this is this is crazy, man. We like <laughs> it, it just felt good. It, it made my day or week better than than what it was to start. Um, for it was, sure, it was definitely a rough week for your boy. Yeah, we gonna talk about that on after story probably. Facts. Go to patreon.com slash my check life away foot. Um, now let's get into some other stuff. You watch anything new? No, nah, I want to talk about the terrorist attack on the timeline we had. Oh my god, please let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Let's go. So, uh, <laughs> we all know that, um, in our anime podcast circle, anime friend circle, we have a, a, a consistent terrorist threat demon. on our timeline. Yeah, demon level villain, uh. And he might be he might be a high level demon. I don't know if he's been planning this all his life, but um, <laughs> Steve, <clears throat> we like to bring Steve, Steve, Steve to the congregation, please. Um, bro, we, we gotta we gotta uh, figure this out. Um, Y'all need to cherry places. You, he needs to be in Florida, and you need to be in Texas. You right though, bro? Because he 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 belongs here. He is Florida man suspect number one. Facts. Uh, our boy Scuba Steve, you know, part of the Watchers, he goes, oh, and, and Blurred Mind Pod, obviously. Um, he goes and he tweets the Watcher 100 anime challenge. Genius is tweaking. X-Arm anime, animation is goat tier. If you are reading this, go start your life. <laughs> Better than anything I've ever seen. Fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji. I'll pay anything. So first of all, us in our anime community, we know from the that trailer being sarcastic we know yeah, if you just look at this for 10 seconds you're gonna instantly realize this is worse than ruby season one's animation <laughs> um but he- here's the issue is that when when steve said that there are people who said just added it to the list now we'll be watching we know he's sarcastic we know he's being silly but he's a demon for this all the same because this is the worst shit you will ever watch in your entire life. The worst. And then we we didn't want to we didn't want to we didn't want people adding this to their list and expecting this to be good. And our boy Steve is spreading toxicity around the anime community. Motherfucker, I'm a Tarasu. I did say I'm going to watch X Arm. I'm going to complete it. I'm going to finish it only because it's so bad that I have to give it a negative rating. Um, even if I gotta do it by myself, because yeah. I don't, I don't, don't recommend it. anybody watch it. I don't want Polo to watch this. Oh, I've already started. I already been watching it with you, so like I already know we we doing that negative review. Um, it's so bad. It's bro. real bad. It's real bad. Literally, and Steve, the storyline isn't even like conducive to like anything. I no, don't. It's garbage. It's garbage. Scuba Steve literally attached Amaterasu the timeline with this shit. Like it was just burning for days with us just like trying to tell people, <laughs> no, do not. Watch this shit. It's trash. It's so trash. It's so trash. We we kind of went off I've, on them though. I've never seen anyone get get timeline jumped for like five hours straight, bro. Steve got jumped on the timeline for five hours. And look, for those of y'all who don't know Steve, Steve is obviously a joker. Yeah, um, it's a good, dude. really funny dude. But he set himself up for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the moral of the story is don't watch X-Arm unless you plan on watching something bad. Like if you have a bad movie night or like a bad anime night where you just want to watch something so you can appreciate all the good stuff you have in life, mm-hmm. then you turn on X-Arm. Yeah, he, he did a drive by the puppies. Like I said, newborn puppies. It was just awful. 
Twitter. <laughs> can you uh, give a, give us his at name so people can follow him on Twitter? Because that's our dude. All right, Steve is at Scuba Steve is S C U B A S T E V E one four two eight. And he got Scuba numbers in Steve his at fourteen twenty eight. Right, right. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> he is a timeline terrorist. He wears socks. I'm about, to, I'm about to retweet that. And he got ads in his name, <laughs> numbers, he, or numbers in his name. He wears socks when he go to sleep. That's just already, already. You already know. You already know he's a demon for that. And then he got the nerve, the nerve, to become one of the force horsemen of I, I ain't do nothing wrong. <laughs> Now, now here's the thing though It's like You got characters in the world Who actually did nothing wrong Like Aaron Yeager True. But then you got Then you got Steve Gabby Rachel Ga- Gabby Rachel And I intentionally For that For that meme I edited it I intentionally put him over <laughs> The dude from Berserk What's his name Fucking The other demon uh, Griffith Yeah Griffith Because he's just as bad as Griffith to me And I And I did that intentionally Fuck Steve uh, no, I'm just playing. We love you, Steve. <laughs> we love you, Steve, bro. We, we appreciate you um, for keeping the timeline funny. We appreciate mm-hmm. you being able to take the jokes. It's, yeah, it's, uh, a, good, it's a good fun. Keep it, keep it coming, bro. Uh, I guess this is a shout out to Steve. Just uh, you don't have to be a terrorist every day. Every day. You can you can, you can choose to sleep without socks once a week. I, um, just, I decided to cosplay as Steve and, and just put out the fact that we think at Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is better than Attack on Titan. Now I didn't know that was such blasphemy. Apparently, yeah, I didn't think that was wild. Either. Yeah, but not not too many people responded. People just hit hit us with the cat meme. <laughs> you know, the, the same the same yeah shit that they like to do. Ash catch him throwing his cap. Yeah, Ash, him, so. that shit. Oh, come on, give me a reason why. You you want you want to talk about that real quick? Let's talk about that. Just just we only got to go too too far into detail with it. But I, here's my thing: confusion. Here's my thing is, is I'm not going I'm not going to fault anybody for believing that uh, Attack on Titan is better than Full Metal Alchemist. Like, I don't necessarily agree. But um, like the whole thing of Full Metal Alchemist was dope. You got yeah. bits and pieces of Attack on Titan is dope. You know what I'm saying? Like right. it, and, and and my thing is I feel like if you take either one, whether it be Full Metal Alchemist or Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, either one, yeah, don't like one. conceptually both of those shows have plots that that can arguably like make your vision for life better is how yes. I always say it. Yes. The, there is no real breaks in between the show where things just kind of overall, overall lull. It's just like the entire show just goes. It's consistent. Yes. That's what it is. Um, Attack on Titan. I, I stopped watching after season one, <laughs> got halfway through season two. I was like, this is kind of okay. Ish season three was like, Dead for me. Yeah, season and three, then, first half was dead. It was, it wasn't, it wasn't. Yeah, Monster not Rock the Home whole thing. Yeah, See, the the first half of season three was dead for me. And then this sign, this final season, I knew what was coming, and I was like, I mean, I guess I knew what was coming after season one for everything right, right. else. But this season, I knew what was coming, and I was super hyped for it, and it hit the way I wanted it to. Yes, I'm not gonna put Attack on Titan on Full Metal Alchemist level for the final season being really good. Um, do I think that in the end, once it's done, it could be a, a masterpiece level? I think that it can wrap up and have a masterpiece ending. Yeah, but I don't think that, in my opinion, I'm ever going to put it above Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to show people for not for doing it and putting it above there. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah, straight up, me either. Uh, I'm and I'm going to show them. Um, because listen, 
this is now it's all about the viewing experience, right? Like you got people like Rob J. Rob J got the had the the privilege, I should say, to binge it all the way through. That is a way better experience to experience season two in the first halves of, of season three than what the normal, you know, the week to week people got. And, and I can't say that. Like, I understand why he says that it's not below average. I think that shit is below average or average to below average at best with season two in the first half of season three. It had moments in those it had episodes in those seasons that were fantastic. And most shows do like it's that's easy to do. It's easy to find a diamond in the rough. But like this like it just was and then people just completely forget that happens because they just go off the moments that happened in those seasons now the thing with the the viewing experience is like season two was so it was just so awkwardly paced and then season three took that that first half and was like it was just like what the fuck is even this show and it was gone for like six months and it was just straight gone and then it came back and then everybody's like Okay, now I understand what's going on because y'all, whatever y'all gave me in the first half didn't make no fucking sense, which is their 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 storytelling, which is perfectly fine. But in the pacing of how they gave it to us week to weekers, it was uh it was rough. It was rough. Now also, and this might even be worthy of a of its own episode kind of topic, but I just want to say this. Do you think that a high point or like a really good season could be a redemption for an entire series to be considered a masterpiece. No, I've never thought that. Absolutely okay. not. And and that's what I was I was also wondering. Right, is because to me, Attack on Titan is really good. It I enjoy really it. Good. I would. I think that if it ends on a high note, it could slide into my top ten. Is it going to be in my top ten right now? It's not in my top ten right now. What's What's, uh, what's funny is that. It's it's literally if it's I can't remember was it in my top ten I think it's in my top ten or just yeah out. I think it's in your top ten but it's not in my top yeah. ten and it's crazy because I, I love the show but I love the show for for you know obviously like biased reasons I'm attached to it but it's not because it's it's a perfect show or is that is like yeah. like all of it is good because all of the, it is not good <laughs> yeah, the closest the closest thing to perfect in this show is Levi. Yeah, and Aaron's character, character progression, yep. but but that's literally like the storytelling. A lot of times is is subpar to mm-hmm. average, and it gets better, especially because they did drop a couple of seeds that kind of finally grow eventually. Yep. But some of those seeds could have been planted better. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen better seeds planted. Um, yeah, and I still enjoy it all. I still absolutely yeah. love it all. I think it's I think it's just outside my top ten. I think it's like number eleven. But this is neither here nor there. We'll get to that episode one day. But what what you said is a good point. Like there is like one season can't bring down or bring up an entire series for me. Because if that's the case, I will fucking hate my hero right now. Because that last season was was that was below average too. Like and, yeah. and I love my hero, but I'm not gonna say that's gonna bring the entire my hero series down because of that one season, right? Like it's right, it's just right. it's a blemish on on the. Uh, on a perfect face. And, and that was my favorite um, season for a while in the manga. Yep. But now, uh, if I look at it, you know, I guess objectively in the anime, it's like it, it was it was OK. I didn't completely hate it, but there were some things I didn't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we got a uh, tow colored glasses on. So uh, we'll um, we'll just move on from there. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, because your hair is wrapped like roses. Yeah, right. yeah I got you. I'm, I'm not going to mess with you. I'm going to let you do your thing. <laughs> Y'all got to watch the video version of the podcast to get that that part, I guess. Um, Anyway. Polo uh, coming in my neck. <laughs> let's go to some new shows that I, that I wanted to talk about. Um, I did watch um a new show. Um, a new show called uh, Photo uh, Photo Cano. Um, Photo Cannon, Photo Cannon, but spelled K A N um, O N. This is a, a show about a, a kid who gets his camera passed down from his father. It's like a it's like a Canon. It's it's like a it's like a five D or something like that. Beautiful camera, and when I tell you this is probably one of the most best shot shows because what they do is they they essentially take scenes like a photo like it's a photo right so it's not a lot like a lot of tracking shots like jjk or 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 any other anime really it's a bunch of steel frames that are just the most beautiful scenery slash people portrait shots ever it's fucking phenomenal it's so good it's so good with, the, with like the way it looks and it's aesthetic but the problem with the show is show's main character great brilliant the way it tells a story also phenomenal because what it is is the first seven episodes is about a character who who goes through high school learning how to take pictures he joins a photography club and this is what i wanted to talk about as a main topic um supporting casts literally bringing down in the entire an entire show he joins a mm-hmm. photography club with this supporting class that are the group the worst group of people i think i've ever dealt with in an anime um these supporting characters literally bring down the entire show because you have this main character who is literally battling against his own people in his own club i'm like yo if you never joined this photography club because you had you had it all like you learned to to use this camera these motherfuckers ain't helping because all they want to do is take pictures of, of of girls in precarious situations and you know i'm all i'm off for the eshi and in the in the in the, in the jokes in anime but this shit wasn't it was not the time nor the place because of the way they were telling the story and i just wanted to to bring up has there ever been a show i'm i'm not gonna get into details of the story of the show the show is fantastic i do think people should uh watch it i'll tell you how the story was was you know told a little bit later but i just have to ask till has there ever been a show where a cast of characters and for my example a cast of characters in this photography club literally goes against the main characters like they're antagonist to the main character's growth to the main character's like progression has there ever been a group of people like that you just hate it because i hate them all of them uh i mean i guess like it's not i can't really say it's like the cast of characters are that bad that make me dislike them mm-hmm. I, I think the closest thing i have to that is like I, I and i said it, i said it a couple of times i really like this show there's just some things about it i couldn't deal with and it's the the unbreakable machine doll mm-hmm. i've said it a couple of times before but the show itself the concept of it is really good i like the main character but there are just so many side characters in the show that feel like they don't mean anything like they're there and they're not helping the storyline progress and they they don't they don't have anything good about them, really. They're just there to, like, be a body and fill in and fight, right? That's what these were. Uh, yes, man. But I, I was kind of irritated by the fact that, like, why would you implement these extra characters? Like, you you, you were better off just giving us a villain. Yes. And then giving us the main character and saying, hey, here's your story. Uh, I couldn't say yeah, that. But, 
Yeah, that's what it felt like for that series. But like, I'm assuming they must have really made this one bad. I got to check this one out. So it's not that it's bad. The show isn't bad still. It's just like every time you just, I hit this face, like where it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like move, get out of the way. Just like get out of the way of this beautifully told pace story because okay this is how the story is told the first seven episodes he's learning into the camera and he's he's dealing with you know different females in the school okay it's fantastic he's like his best friend his childhood best friend he's he's like learning that she actually likes him but she became like one of the most popular girls in the school because she grew up to be gorgeous okay different than what they used to have when they were kids because she was like a tomboy or whatever uh there's i believe there's i want to say there's six other girls who are like just people that are just his friends and they he has no problem with talking to him like he he's he's confident he's self-confident he's uh he's becoming he's he's growing into himself because he got this camera and the confidence to just say hey can i take your picture you know and him taking the pictures are are like establishing relationships between people he would never have relationships with and it's great because uh like it's a love story the first seven episodes with him and his best friend but then after that it's like it brings it re, it brings you back. Right. It, it rewinds the time uh, figuratively speaking in photo form to then have him replay uh, a scenario where he actually fall in love with the different girls that he's taking these pictures of because of what he sees through the viewfinder becoming um, extremely potent to him and him wanting to help them with their problems it's a it's a beautiful told story but in that story you got these fucking photography club members who are just literally in the way to be in the way like all they're doing is just trying to take pictures of up under girl skirts or you know above shots of their breasts like shit like that it just don't make any sense for this beautifully told story and that's why it frustrated me so much as a photographer myself I'm like, yo, you gotta, you gotta stop this because this show is framed so pretty. Like it has moments to where, you know, as a photographer, you've, you've done it too. So, you know, when, yeah. when you, when you have a model, when you have a subject in the front and you take the camera and you literally just move around them before you even take a shot to just find that perfect angle in your viewfinder to see how you want to shoot it. And, and it's, it's, it does that. And it show like, it has like a 2d, 3d type thing that it does is so yeah. beautiful i love it so much and then every time i see these side characters which they're throughout the entire series getting in the way it just it frustrated me and like it brings a, a nine show all the way down to like a six you know what i'm saying like it it just it irritated me that much and it may be because i'm biased because of the whole photography thing and and romance like i love slice of life romance but i think this show could have been so good like so perfect to me um, and this is photo Kano's like K-A-N-O I think so yes okay yeah I'm looking at it right now I added it to my list yeah definitely watch it it's short um, 13 episodes yep after that 7th episode it goes to the individual girl story love each and every one of those stories what they did was they take the characters. yeah what they do is they take the 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 established relationships that built throughout that first 7 between each girl and then like kind of uh um kind of like spin it into what if he fell in love with her at that point that he met her or that point that he, you know, decided to take that picture of her. It's wonderful, man. It's, it's good. But then again, those characters get so fucking annoying that I just, it pissed me off. And looking at this, uh, what's his name? Hiromichi Kudo and Mm -hmm. Takashi Azuma. They look like headaches. Yeah, bro. Listen, understatement, man. It, It was such a good slice of life though. 
other outside of that. And then I also watched um, Agami SS Plus, which is the season two to the Agami SS. Um, and that one was just continuing. Um, it After their stories ended inside of SS season one, uh, season two basically picks up where it left off for all of the girls. So it's another one of those like dating situations, like a dating sim show that what if, you know, he was with her. This is how it would play out. And it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Only 13 episodes. It wasn't as good as season one, but um, it eliminated a couple of girls from the waifu list. Oh, you, you took them off your waifu list? Yeah, a couple of was them. Was it personality? Uh, No, it was just like, yeah, it was personality. Yeah. Okay, was, so they, they, they was like, oh, you're cute, but that personality is trash. No, nah, not necessarily it's trash. Crazy. It was just like it wasn't, it didn't fit fit what I thought it would have been right mm-hmm. like it completely changed just like how I thought it would have played out uh, which was interesting but I enjoyed so, it still I did want to say say something since you did say something about a dating um sim kind of uh yeah. anime mm-hmm. uh you see I got this this big old box behind me um this oh, is yeah. the re- new re-zero game check out um, the video this version. is also the collector's edition uh, I will be doing an unboxing on this for our Patreon. It's going to be a Patreon exclusive um, for the first uh, at least two weeks or so. Um, so if you want to see unboxing and then I'll also do a review of the game once I finish playing it. It's not a dating sim, though. It's actually a mystery game. It's a ReZero game. We don't, I don't yeah. even matter what it is. I'm hyped. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm hyped for that. Um, I got it literally just because I was like, there's no way I could I could do this podcast and not get it. Yeah. We're so, like, we're uh, zero stance. All right. I just want to make sure that y'all knew it's going down for that. <laughs> any, uh, any other shows you watch this week in your weeklies you want to talk about? Um, no, no, we do the weeklies. Um, the next, spoiler, right? uh, the spoiler week is in the second half of the show. Yeah, it, yeah, no, I don't have I don't have anything I'm gonna spoil um, okay. or or really talk about other than what we already did. I do want to say everybody should watch Horror Mia. I'm gonna say it again. I'm gonna say it every week. Watch that fucking romance. It's going to be my team romantic comedy snafu quality romance anime. Yeah, I think I think it is. Um, I just like the main character. He's so bold and and brazen with his shit. Like I I enjoy him. He's good. He's good. He's not. He's not. He's not. Uh. Hachiman good but he's good he's real good and the in this story real good real you, good you was about to get the meanest side eye bro it's good man I don't, I don't i don't even regret it i do mean it like this show is going to be one of the all-time slice of life's out there when it's done hopefully it wraps up properly fingers crossed you know how that shit go um fingers crossed i mean that, that's the thing though is that like uh, my term and comedy snafu climax had a, an overall decent ending. It wasn't. I don't think it was like the most impactful ending. It's still decent. It though. was real good. Yeah. It, it it didn't piss me off. <laughs> All right. Well, then with that, before we get into get to know my check waifu waifu, uh, out of the shows you watched this week, which one would be your most standout? For good, bad. Uh, other shows I watched this week. Um. Your standout episode. I, I'm being real. It, it'll be Promise Neverland, which we're gonna talk about in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yep. most standout episode for me. Good, bad, and then uh, and indifferent too. Yeah. Um, for me this week, 
uh, an episode that stand out the most was Jabba's reincarnation. Fucking fire animation, bro. Fire action that popped off in this, which is slightly different than what it's been lately because it was it was giving our main character some character growth at the beginning for the first, I think it was four, because I think we're on yeah. five now. Yeah. For the first four, it was, it was character growth. And then he had to go train his, this, uh, this, his cousin, essentially, quote unquote. And shit popped off. It was so fucking clean. This dude is ill with the magic. Um, and he's only seven. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely worth the watch. Watch jobless reincarnation. You guys won't regret it. That most recent episode was fire. It made me have to tweet about it. Um, yeah, it was, that was the, the biggest standout episode for me other than obviously ReZero being fantastic as usual, but we'll talk about that later. Um, oh, of course, of course. Let's get to know my check waifu waifu. It is my turn to ask the question. Tell the turn to read the random, uh, to roll the random number generators. We got what? 62? 62. No, 80. 90? No, 90. wait, it's like 90, 90, 90 brother. Yeah. My bad, I'm tripping. I, I'm 30 off, don't worry. <laughs> 39, 39. 39 off. All no, right. 39 is, is a number I roll. Oh, you rolled the, oh shit. All right, well, I was ill-prepared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Let's see here. I got too many Google accounts. I ain't going to count. Uh, there it is. You said 39? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 39. Uh, <laughs> has an anime fan, <laughs> has an anime fan base ever made you hesitant? <laughs> what anime fan base made me hesitant? Um, to I watch don't want to jump back in the Black Clover. Um, Fuck, dude! Oh, that's ending. We should probably talk about that. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna end though. No, it's the day about the Black Clover Shippuden that shit, and yeah. I'm not gonna care either. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to jump in the Black Clover community again. Um, <laughs> she was awful. The fairy tale fan base never really, never really set me off. Because I think they know they shit bad. They just love it for the characters that they like. Because they love it, right? Yeah, they just want they they just have that one character that they like, and they just want to stick with it because of that. If anything, it's Dragon Ball fans, I guess. Yeah. Because them motherfuckers make me not want to watch that show ever again. And I I actually enjoy Dragon Ball for like. Like I said, I'm going to con- for the mindless like battle yes, shown in it is I enjoy Dragon Ball and there's even moments in like the manga where the characters like stuff happens and you're like, oh, no, I care about that character. But it, it's mostly because you've been with them for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to stay, say Dragon Ball fans have like made me almost like just drop that show entirely. I even got my Patara earring on. Every time I try to... uh I try to get back into. I, I look at my Verve. I look at Verve watch list. Black Clover is always there. I look at it, and I'm like, no, because if I do this, I'm going to want to tweet about how shitty something is as far as story quality. Uh, I'm I'm about to gain this magic power because my friends in trouble. Bullshit that don't make no fucking sense, and they're gonna. I'm gonna get a tweet that has. Uh, 27 replies of people of oh look we have another hater <laughs> and it's gonna be a bunch of Asta Avies like I don't I don't need Asta Avies on my shit like uh, I can't do it I ain't fucking with Black Clover <laughs> fuck them all of them 
As a doctor, dis- no. all, <laughs> all those doctor, as doctor disrespect would say, all those uh, blind bang punks. I'm not, I'm not dealing with them. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. We got the road. This song now. The song I want to play this week is a song that we've played before, but we haven't played in a long time. And I fucking love this song. It's by Lilo once again. Once again, it's my shit. So uh, go check out Lilo Spotify. I'm a, the link will be in the show notes. We'll be right back to talk spoilers. I think another big topic is going to be this province of Loverland, and I think we should start off with that when we come back. Uh, full spoilers into that, um, and why. Uh, hashtag tell was right. Let's uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> I've been working all I can Get back to unite me You know I got a plan Hoping that you might be Slipping to my bed Baby do me nicely Baby do me nicely
And welcome back to Mike Check Wife Wife episode 87. We appreciate you guys for rocking with us. Um, <laughs> this episode is crazy. I don't even know what I've been saying today has made any sense. Um, but I don't care. Uh, here, we, <laughs> here we are to talk about spoiler talk for our weeklies that we want to spoil. And we're going to start off with uh, The Promised Neverland. Uh <laughs> They fucking play me, man. They hold me, man. <laughs> they straight hold me, bro. Listen, Why you say that? This episode was awful. This is mm. probably one of the worst episodes of a show I've mm. seen in so long. Because for one, what the fuck is happening now? Now, it's not just that it's happening in a sense like Attack on Titan. Because that was a whole nother life, right? Like that that was, mm-hmm. they just they just sent us to a whole nother life. They stuck mm-hmm. us with our main characters in in a city that came out of nowhere that I don't know shit about. Uh, about a year passed. A, a year fucking passed, apparently. Mm-hmm. Why? What happened in that year? Was the shit that Tell was talking about, obviously. Why the fuck did they do this? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you ruin a perfectly great show? Perfectly great show. The show was fire up until this episode. Even that last episode that you were so heated about because it was so different than your manga. I I wasn't mad about the last episode. That the last episode wasn't what bothered me. What bothered me about the last episode was the fact that everything they skipped before that, right? That makes what you see here feel like nonsense. Um, That's exactly what it feels like. Uh, the introduction of characters, how characters get reintroduced into the show. Uh, that was like I saw it coming. I was like, I can't believe they introduced him right here already. Like, what the f- like this? It didn't even feel good. Like, I saw him. I'm like, well, and I hate to spoil it for you, but you didn't read the manga. I know you're not gonna read it, but let me just tell you how they introduced him in the manga. And they they dropped a little bit of a seed about what happened, right? Because in the beginning of the episode, you see like the the demon dudes talking, and they're like, um, "Did you hear another farm got attacked?" You know, talking about the farms being attacked, right? And they're uh, they talking about how they need to farm more food and they need to get food for the for the other like kid demons people. And it's just like, you know, damn, that sucks or whatever. But how they did it in the manga was basically that same context, but you see who's running through the farms destroying them. And kind of like the the kids kind of almost like stumble upon it just when they're out looking for food and hunting and whatnot. And it, it, it made just way more sense than just throwing them into like a year into the future and saying, Hey, this is what's going on now. They're in some weird temple that never happened, but I'll take it because we already don't know what the fuck's going to happen next anyway. But when they introduced uh, Norman again, everyone was maybe two years older, three years older. And in the manga, Norman had been Nor- yeah, in the manga. Norman had been at this hunting farms down for like the last year and a half, two years, and basically, they introduced him as William Minerva instead of as Norman. Mm. Yeah, because that's and what's funny is that's fucking crazy. Never read the manga. He tell has never read the manga. Tell has. I had that in my head. That's mm-hmm. why I was asking those questions I was asking during that one time. Like, okay, who is William Minerva? Okay, is he still alive? 
And then when you said nobody is, and I'm like, okay, then I know who it is. That's why I was like, okay, I, I got it. It was going to be Norman because I had my suspicion. That's why I had to, had to make sure that he was, wasn't still alive, essentially. You know what I'm saying? What pissed me off, though, bro, is that, like, the whole temple shit was probably some of the worst I've ever seen The Promised Neverland. Like, all of that whole... 15 minutes of that bullshit where the the demon comes in with a sacrifice. I'm like, that's so fucking corn. It's just don't, it don't, it don't fit what the fuck is going on because they literally just escaped a giant spider being eaten. Some motherfuckers that was chasing them after mm-hmm. they tell us, Hey, look, we're going to send Isabella after the kids. Where the fuck is she at? Like, it's just, it's all, maybe she's still coming. It also makes no sense because the evil blooded, um, the evil blooded family that essentially she's playing praying to are um Mujoka and the other dude. Those are the evil blooded, right? And the whole context of the evil blooded I don't even is know what the you're talking about. They don't eat humans. Right? But the 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 old dude was praying to them because he wants to eat more humans. Like that's the that's the opposite context of the evil. I see. You're talking about the statue in the temple. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You, so it, it didn't make any sense to me that why they have this old dude praying to the evil blood if he wants to eat people because that's literally the opposite of what they do while giving um, we know, while giving fruit. Yeah, while giving fruit. And we know Sanju. You know, he wants to eat people, but he wants to eat them properly. He wants to be able to hunt them. But dude was bringing fruit and then was like, I hope that they give us better meat, right? You're still eating people. You're just eating shitty people. So, like, why are you praying to the evil blood? They're not helping you in any way, shape, or form if that's how your life is. And a lot of the context and stuff, it doesn't make as much sense because, like I said, they they didn't fill you in. What you said right now, I I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't even know who the fuck he was praying to in the first place because they gave us none of that context all of it mm-hmm. gone they just threw it out the window which i thought i was i was on the side of the promised neverland just doing their art different than what they wanted to do in the book which is perfectly fine it happens all the time okay i get it that's cool but to be this fucked up i don't think it was all over the place can't nothing make up for that um I wanted to say, oddly enough, and why this episode intrigued me the most was because I hated this episode. It was awesome. And I made it very verbal when I watched it because I was watching it with Monique. And Monique was like, oh my God, I fucking love this episode. And I'm like... She liked it? Oh, no. Even me not knowing what the fuck is happening knows that that was a horrible reveal. And Well, she's been watching Promise Neverland. She's been watching Promise Neverland with me since the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode one. And she was so happy to watch this. And I was like, I don't understand. It's because it, like this. it's the impact of it being him, right? It, it being Norman. That's the impact yeah. of that that made it good. And that's probably all she cared about because she probably didn't care about exactly. nothing else. She no. was like, whatever. None of this else makes sense. That, and and she saw Norman. It was like, oh my God, I'm so happy. So leaving the, the mindset of a podcaster who who <laughs> looks at story detail and, and, and shit like that, like I understand that whole, that uh, dopamine rush of seeing Norman again because you thought he was dead. I get that. But me knowing that what this reveal just did with how close I pay attention to this show, I'm like, oh, okay. All right. You could have got away with getting away with the, the bunker being, you know, the dude suiciding himself in a bunker story being out perfectly fine. But you have to deliver on what you're going to do in between that. They just didn't. 
have anything. Yeah, they, they, that time skip that they gave us basically was horrible. I didn't even know it was and, a time um, skip. It it was though, and the, the mm-hmm. reason I could recognize the time skip was because, um, so they were actually supposed to be in that bunker for about a year or two, and then it progresses to where they are now. And I knew that because you see in the manga, you go from Emma with the little hair, and she got her little bleeding ear patch, and then boom, her hair covers the ear patch because it's been years, and her hair is grown that that is healed, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And you see that instantaneously in this one but Emma's still a bit younger than what she was in the manga. And I'm not necessarily bothered by that. Like I said, it was yeah. just more of the, there's so much, there's so much more they could have done to give us progression. Even if they had just like, you know, rushed through it real quick and said, Hey, this is what's been going on. Like showed us that they were, that they left the bunker, they yeah. escaped. And then instead of giving us that whole BS of him praying to the evil blooded, um, they could have given us like, they made it to that weird temple and they've been staying outside of a of a demon city and you know going in and they never when did we when did they even get costumes to dress up as demons we don't know that's why i think when did they, <laughs> i think the creator of this is not happy i know he can't be he can't be but they gave the creator creative they didn't say you don't have they they've said the creator is helping and has creative uh freedom for this for the anime for the anime no way the really? creator and I'm just like, I don't get why you would take this route. Nah, that blew me. That just blew me. I thought he didn't have anything to do with it. Damn. You're not looking good for Promise Neverland. Um, it, It'll get better. I don't believe you <laughs> at all. <laughs> I don't either. I don't either. But I, I, honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. This episode made me want to drop it. Um, Same. And that's, that was why it was so impactful to me is that this episode really made me want to drop. I was ready to be done. And I didn't. And, and dude, dude you, y'all want to hear something funny? Go to last <laughs> week and listen to this part of the podcast last week compared to what I am right now. Like, I get it now. I get why everybody said I'm dropping this shit. And I apologize. A formal apology to everybody. I said y'all are being dramatic because they just fucked me over. I got hold. I got hold with y'all. So uh <laughs> <laughs> killing me, bro. Stop. So we gonna we're gonna move on from that and talk about one of the most beautifully shot episodes this week. And that's ju- Jujitsu Kaisen. Holy motherfuck, dude. Ooh, them things was thrown this week, huh? <laughs> oh my god. And they did what we wanted them to do, and that's to go to different uh different pieces. So we got we got two fights in one. Mm-hmm. Um we got the uh What's our girl name? Uh, Noboru Kugasaki. Yeah, versus uh, the 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 witch bitch. Um, yeah, the, the witch on the broom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that and shit then was we, so good. We got Maki, Maki, and my my god, dude. Tr- people don't understand. Okay, people. Some people do understand. Okay, but they don't understand how hard tracking shots is to do right. And this yeah, is something. How you animate it, bro? It's not like if you actually had a camera, because exactly. that shit, you can get a it's, camera or robot arm to just do that for you. And a program takes care of a lot of that. Like After Effects does a lot of the tracking for you when it comes to camera shots. Like that's 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 perfectly fine. And, mo- and then most things is just, as long as you have a, a an AI situation set up with you know with that AI to follow a certain thing, it'll follow it correctly. With animation, they don't you don't know what the fuck to track. Until the shit is fully drawn out, 
and then it has to be adjusted almost and, like fucking it's, claymation it's so and it's not like how like attack on titan is doing 3d no right it's 3D, easier to do, do to do tracking with 3d this is 3d yeah, they're yeah, actually no. drawing this 3d so is a, the tracking shot is true to the artist drawing that tracking exactly have to go back and adjust it like polo was saying exactly the cgi is a cheat code to answer fast moving shots so titans being cg is the, the reason being is because they have to do quick quick shit and they had to do it fast that's the reason why that looks like that but with jujitsu kaisen those tracking shots are almost fucking impossible to be as good as they are and still and still deliver the quality of spacing like no show does spacing better than jujitsu kaisen when it comes to their tracking shots it's so fucking sorry i got a nerd out with the cinema part of it it's so fucking wonderful. Even you foldable don't get this part right. When they do tracking shots, they do tracking shots so well too. But the problem is, is the spacing with the environment and the character. The environment and the character are always so separate with you foldable stuff, but it just still looks so gorgeous. So gorgeous. Something about whoever the fuck at Mappa has the camera for this shit, <laughs> dude, has blown me the fuck away because they still keep that that confined space while following a bullet or while following the the nails when when he, she's nailing it at her trying to hit the trees oh my god <laughs> and I, one of my favorite parts was when uh she was like yeah i'm gonna make the trees explode and yeah. then you got the the witch chick flying through the trees and you see the little blue explosions everywhere. I'm just like, Let's bro, they go. Were... I like that. And then the emphasis on throwing the the hammer down bro, to hit the nail into the, the broom like watch, stuff. Go, go back and watch that episode again. They were tracking the, the chick on a broom. They were tracking her fucking shoulder. Who who has the mental to know, okay, if I follow her shoulder, it's obviously going to keep her head in the shot. But not only that, but the, the back of her broom where the focus should be because of what our 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 main girl is about to do. Our main girl went up, chased after her, grabbed the fucking broom and it switched from the shoulder to the back to, to her grabbing the back of the broom. I'm like, I'm done. I can't fucking stand this. Show. This shit is great. Yes, this shit is great. She got that piece of the broom, nailed it into the to the voodoo doll. Shut that shit down. And after that. And you can see the bullet coming from a mile away, and then it fucking pierced. They even do that that triple take thing too, where they, where you know where they show the, the scene three times from different angles. Mm -hmm. These people blew their entire budget on this show, <clears throat> and it's valid. It's it's way better than God of High School. Man, listen, it don't make no fucking sense how good it is. They uh, maybe if God of High School had this kind of animation, I probably would have just. Say, you know what? I'll go back and read the story. I'm going to keep it G with you, bro. I think it's the story of God of High School. I know everybody say read it is better. I just don't believe it. I don't believe it. There's no fucking way, man. There's no You've fucking been way. You've tainted anyway, bro. You, yeah, after watching that, I wouldn't want to read it either. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the same. I don't want to read it really because I wasn't really that impressed with yeah, the, like, the show. The whole, what everybody's like, goals were and, and and morals were were just boring as fuck it's just dragon ball z and i don't care anymore about that like i'm so, over it so our our girl maki though yes. was going head to head with kasumi the the little uh samurai sword i chick. forgot all about that fight that fight was insane too <clears throat> and uh the girl you know she has her simple domain where it's basically like Raikiri from um, Shiver of a Fell Night. True. But 
not as clean. And uh, <laughs> it, it was nice, though, because, like, we got to see why Maki is so good. And they gave us more backstory on why she's being held back because she didn't inherit any actual uh, cursed energy. Yep. So she can't take on the the her- the her- the inheritance of the ability. Yeah, in the clan. Um, but she's raw. She got them hands. She like, look, you just give me a cursed object and I'll swing it at somebody. She is insane, bro. Like, come on. She's Maki from Fire Force, bro. She she's That's that, her name, though. That's her name. Yeah, she's that quality like type of character where you have, you know, kind of like the average ability, average fight ability, but she has the fucking brains to do some shit that I don't think anybody can think of, right? Like, what is up with her strength? Did they ever explain that? She's just naturally strong, like Maki from Fire Force. Uh, I think that's what her sister said. I don't think I, I don't think they explained it, but she might have just because she's a twin, right? Maki and Mai are twins, mm-hmm. so maybe Maki is the is physically strong because she didn't have a choice, right? Yep, yep. But Mai probably is just way better at curse energy, and then. I loved when Maki broke her spear, yep, chucked it. it at her, and she was like, "She, why is she breaking her spear?" And it was like, "You, that, to me, that's battle combat sense, right?" Yep. She's like, "Well, I, she, the, the enemy is thinking about something. Let me try and out trick her, and robbed old girl of her own sword. Like, you got to give up now. You don't even have a weapon." Yeah, because she she was even talking about her skill. Like, if she unsheaths it. She can only unsheath it within that zone, but it does like some ridiculous amount of cuts or whatever the fuck she was talking about. Yeah. She unsheathed it when she threw it, and that was enough for her to get in and get the fuck mm-hmm. out with her shit. I'm like, oh my God. And then the way it just it tracks the risk with her just fucking doing the the fucking the, Not to mention the disarm. Just jumping over her shoulder. Yep, yep. Having no weapon when it's done. Doing a She's flip like, out. What? Disarming? And it's like, yeah, Maki took you. Don't, yep. don't even worry about it, bro. And, and then takes that sword and fights her, her, her partner with it. I'm like, I can't. I just can't. Maki is probably my favorite, my favorite character right now. Nah, that was insane. That <laughs> was dope. She's dope. She's incredible. Uh all in all, great episode as usual. Um, they only have yes. one dip, and that was the panda fight. I it was fine, but I I wasn't as impressed with like the the cinematography as I was with this one. But that's just me being a fucking dork. Um, <laughs> uh, but ain't nothing wrong with that, brother. The uh, the rest of the show is is fucking phenomenal. I don't think there's been a time where I'm like, yeah, this is not a good episode. You know what I mean? For sure, not yet. All right, what's next? I'm going to jump in what Attack on Titan. Let's do it. All right. All right. I, I so, love this episode, too. Really? I did. I really, 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 really did. To this, I know why you love this episode. Why? Because they, they did, like, a, a, a really cool and well-done organization of, like, yes. backstory and, like, and the present. Current, right? Yes, bro. Yes. It was it was a and, fucking phenomenal. Yeah, to me, I think this was displayed way better than the manga displayed it. Way better. It, Interesting. It gave, it gave like Zeke his his like his. This is what Zeke is planning, and here is the plan with the the Elrians. L L Elians trying to get them, yeah, Eldians <laughs> trying to get them together and make sure they're all working together, right? Mm-hmm. 
and his little mini squad that's been helping him the whole time. So like it was just overall, I love how they how they displayed and put the information together. It was that, weaved that, perfectly, bro. It was like how was, I didn't even have to think about it. Yes. It was like how uh my hero was trying to do. But, but couldn't did, but couldn't do that shit for some reason. This is exactly how it should have been. If you wanted to do mostly backstory episodes, this is how you weave it in because it it gave us that modern time. It gave us the narrator Armin talking to a uh, female Titan. I forget her name. Annie. Annie. Fuck. I miss Annie though. She was laugh. Um, not that I liked her. I, she was just laugh. Uh, but getting getting him talking to her and then them talking about the plan and then the whole shot Sasha like reliving Sasha's situation mm-hmm. hurt bro it hurt yeah. so per- it, it was so perfect man it was good seeing the Marlians that they yeah. had kind of like captured and became friends with like yeah. crying over Sasha I was like yo that's like, huge they tried to give us that feeling that like I'm 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 telling you right now I'm still rocking with Aaron 100 percent of the yeah, way facts. They tried to give us that feeling like the, all the Marlians aren't bad. They just need understanding. Mm-hmm. None none of <laughs> none of that part is going to convince anybody, any one of us Attack on Titan fans, that the Marlians still aren't shit. Like they ain't shit, yeah, and we will forever yeah, so. believe that. No matter no matter how they're trying to spin it right now, because there are they literally are trying to paint Aaron to be the villain. The villain in glasses like they're like yo i can't believe he's not the same person is he is he the aaron i know no aaron is the one that actually makes logical fucking sense all right <laughs> he's like yo yeah. we, we we gotta do this shit. we gotta do this shit quick quit pussyfooting around like i just yeah. i loved his attitude throughout this whole entire flashback and uh yeah th- them seeing annie them like finally realizing because Aaron, so they gave us the context that they needed the royal one of the royal titans, which is the Warhammer Titan, yeah. alongside the founding titan, um, to kind of do what they wanted, which is the rumbling, right? Um, we are, you, you, we know what the rumbling is already, which is essentially moving the all the colossal titans being controlled and moved. Mm-hmm. That's your type. Scary. Very, very scary. Because all those colossal titans are bigger than Armin. Mm. Mm Mm-mm. And Armin is fucking huge. Yeah. That's going to get wild. It's going to get wild, man. I can't wait. I hope they keep telling the story as as well as they're doing. It just, it don't look good to me, man. No, they had one good scene where they did Aaron Yeager's Titan, like a flashback of Aaron's Titan when he lifted the ship. And that he was, was standing in the background. Ugly as fuck to me. Not the not him actually lifting the ship. Oh, okay. that was I see what the you're same saying. that when the animation has always been. It was when he was in the background. You really just saw like part of a silhouette, like half his body was silhouette. The other power yep. was like drawn in. Yeah, no, there was you're right. no 3D in his artwork right there, and it looked really, really good. And I was like, why don't they just keep doing this? They ain't got the time. Why don't they keep doing this shit? Because it looks really good, and then went right back to 3D shit. And I was like, come on, bro. They got a time crunch. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's obvious that like even when they show flashbacks of previous seasons, how fucking good Wiz did with it. Like I'm like, Ugh. and then we come back to the map of shit. It just everything just feels drawn like it was drawn with marker extremely fast for some reason. Like it was, it don't. It's not too heavy well. of an outline. Yeah, it's not sitting well with me. And then and like if you're gonna do the heavy outline, do it like Wiz did it. Wiz did the heavy outlines where it was bold and it stood out. 
Like if if you Google if you Google Wiz Attack on Titan, you can see how like they used a thick ass one of the markers. You know what I'm talking about. You're an artist. Yeah. One of those markers that are like that are basically paint. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. they use that shit. Acrylic marker. Acrylic now, marker. Yeah. One of the 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 things I I did enjoy the most though was that like each character when they did like the current scenes and the flashback scenes, every character you could tell is significantly more tired. Like they are, you can see that the stress is weighing on them over it from what they've been going through. Right. And Aaron is the most tired out of everybody. Aaron is like, look guys, I understand (laughs) what y'all going through. Yeah. But I I just want to fuck all of them up. (laughs) Fuck that dude. Dude, they will blow that. He will blow that bitch up. And then seeing seeing Gabby, I'm like, sit the fuck down. I'm jumping right. at my computer screen and shit like I'm about to. Punch I love her. seeing her in there in her cell, Saudi, her nails. Get her out of here. I don't understand why they keep her alive. I I don't want to know, but I I know you know. Is it? Maybe I shouldn't ask this question because I kind of don't want to know the answer. No, I'm not gonna answer. I was gonna ask: Is it possible redemption? And you the, know, you know the answer. I don't want to know though. Don't somebody me. might get some redemption. Yeah. All right, let's uh, move I, I just on. Don't wanna, I just don't want to spoil it. it I don't, it's not going to be Gabby, but somebody going to get some redemption. All right, let's move on. Uh, let's talk ReZero, bro. I love it. This episode. Uh, another masterpiece. Yes, man. This episode hurt too. I'm actually starting Why to like Amelia. Why do you like this in this show? Yeah, like, I, it's not that I didn't like Amelia, right? Like, I she I liked her fine, but she was just fine. But I actually, like, I felt bad for her, you know? And when prior, I, all, I, all I cared about is Rim. I still only care about Rim, to be real yeah, with you. If, but. if we being fair. Now, <laughs> the issue with this, though, is that, like, they gave Amelia so many like how we talked about earlier, supporting characters. Yes. They gave her so many supporting characters that you kind of start to feel their feelings for her. It's like, damn, this person sacrificed, this person sacrificed, this person sacrificed. It's like, damn, y'all literally like everybody working so hard for Amelia. Why is she so important? What, what's so imperative about her getting out of here? And, and I get it, you know, um, clearly, she is we know we know that she's some kind of witch, just not necessarily the same kind of witch as the others. Right. But we know that, you know, there's something special about her. And this episode, like, I loved seeing um what was his name? Fucking the the white dude who got Saudi because he he was angry and she told him, Calm your anger. Oh my god, yeah, the apostle. Yeah, that uh, what, was the what which is flex. she? What which is she? She's the um, witch of uh they called her started with a V, I think. I can't fucking uh, remember. That was early God in the week. Man. Yeah. Well, yeah, she 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 handled him, bro. She handled him. Oh, she was she's like she's Vanity, witch of vanity. Vanity. She handled him. That's right. And and I think that he is her apostle. And yep. he like tried to handle her. He killed. He he shredded her. Yep. And I was like, "Yo, and she was smiling, kill a witch." But in my mind, I was like, "Ain't no way." Like it yeah. don't matter what he do. That witch is going. She she ain't dead. Right. And when she came back, and he told her like, "Look, I need you to go back 
and you're going to calm your anger. And he, she put him in the ground. And he's like, I can't believe you talking to me like this. Okay. Well, last I remember, you were in your home with your wives. And then boom. Gone. <laughs> Gone. Uh, the- Did she... She fact she, she just erased everything of him and like you're at home. Nothing you ever did happen. Yep, yep. And the fact that she erased everything that, that he did was was crazy. Now, okay, um, this I'm so sad that they're they're dead. Basically, they're gone. Like the witch took care of them. Uh, uh petal geese and um and uh Fortuna, which sad because at the end of the episode mm-hmm. we obviously see that she's she met. Amelia at the uh, at the seal. I really cannot fucking wait to see what that's just, what's at this seal. Like I noticed, they've been like hinting and hinting and hinting and hinting at how important the seal is, but I just can't. I I can't even think about what it possibly even is, and that's what makes it so so fucking good, man. I don't know. We, yeah, I don't exactly. I don't think I know what the seal is at all, but I just assume like it's it's probably holding back. Um a mob beast that is trying to get out that'll destroy the world. That's all I can assume. And I I feel like that's not necessarily right. Um, This is the first time we saw the black plague mob beast. Yep. And that shit is insane. Uh, Because last time we saw something similar to it was when the witch of envy Mm -hmm. was going around looking for Subaru, but it wasn't actually the the black mob beast plague. It was, just her, her walking around <laughs> just and, fucking and absorbing insane. everything god damn man i just can't and every time we talk about this show i always go back and look think about the shit i see on twitter everybody's saying like you know let's get rid of isekais and yeah re-zero is a great isekai i always fucking forget that it's an isekai every single time yo our boy has been in this world for so long this is just his world do you remember the episode when he went back and saw his parents? Bro? Oh my god, bro! I need to watch. I need to watch it dubbed. I need to watch that first half dubbed because so I done. I want to relive that again. This, this show is just too good. I don't understand how anyone couldn't love it. That's why we're doing an unboxing for it soon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Um, I guess that's that's it. Unless we got something else that we we want to spoil. The I, all I all I'll say is reincarnated as a slime. Still good, still amazing. Um, maybe the next episode or two pops off a little bit more, and we'll we'll actually talk about it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But it didn't seem like anything too impactful. I'm loving the political side of yes. it with the world building and that kind of stuff. Milam seems to be coming back, but we don't know yet. So I feel like I'm pretty sure next week we'll be talking about reincarnated as a slime. Yeah, again. true, true. Uh, it's it's a, a nice palate cleanser. Cleanser. For um, sure, it, I, it's just overall enjoyable. Like I can turn it on, and I know I'm going to enjoy it. I don't yep. even know what it is about it. Like I just turn it on, and I just enjoy it. It's yep, just, I smile. It. I smile watching it every time. I even changed my uh my my Twitter thing. <laughs> the time I was reincarnated as a demon lord. Yeah, the the time I was reincarnated as a Floridian demon lord. Floridian, I hate him. <laughs> oh man, good stuff, man. All right, I think that'll wrap. All right, so. We just finished talking about ReZero. Um, also, well, I guess reincarnated this line, but we just finished talking about ReZero and it's all its greatness. Attack on Titan and how they actually managed to pull off flashbacks very well. So good. See who gets a little bit of redemption coming soon. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen and their angles. Who's working angles like that? Um, probably Polo with his camera once he pulled it out. Uh, <laughs> Promised Neverland. 
uh, hashtag tell was right. Never heard Polo say that before. And then we were on our break with uh, what's his name, Lilo. Yes, um, sir. You know that song again. is always a banger when we have it. We also got to know Mike Check Waifu Waifu. What anime fan base has almost like turned you away from an anime just from the fan base alone? Polo watched Agame SS and uh, Photo Kano. I put Photo Kano on my list. And we also talked about supporting cast in anime um, brought up by Photocano because what supporting cast has just made an anime so bad to you that like you almost dropped it. Um, We also did a little bit of talk about Full Metal Alchemist versus um, Attack on Titan. Does a season in an anime make it good enough to be considered a masterpiece? Uh, Let us know what you think. Um, Polo and I actually don't agree with that. So, you know, let us know. We also had an X-Arm bomb on the um, timeline this week. Uh, I'll pay anything. Steve for dropping us with some toxicity. Uh, take it back, Steve. We'll 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 get you new socks if you take it back. <laughs> we'll get you, you new you, socks. You just can't sleep in. Oh, uh, we also gosh. had a therapy session, our weekly therapy session with a redo of a healer. Uh, if you need therapy going forward, let us know. I'm hoping that the next episode is very calm and docile, but who knows? It might be even worse. And then we also had our new producer, um, Aaron Brown. We appreciate you. Thanks for being a producer. Uh, keep checking out future episodes. You know we have that unboxing coming for you soon, and that's been episode eighty-seven. I am at Polo Born Fly on all social media. I am at King Teliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram. And as always, Mike Check 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 Check. <laughs> You're now tuned into Mike Check Waifu Waifu.